International. What's up, blind foreskins? I don't know. I'm just going to... Still haven't gotten any uh, emails with any good suggestions. So um, if you have an opinion on what you'd like to be called, hey, do you just not not care? Do you not want to have a cool thing like like the other podcast with cool names for their listeners? Fine. I, you know, I thought you wanted to be cool, but, you know, I guess not. This week we have Christina Parrish, very cool person. Uh, it was really fun to talk to her. Of course, we asked her because she does so many different things, not just stand-up, but also improv and sketch and just wacky uh, projects and incest movies and stuff. So uh, really fun to talk to her about all those different kinds of things, and especially if you're interested in um, various media or whatever we're supposed to say, um, then, uh, yeah, you're going to really enjoy this episode. As soon as we start, that's when it gets. God, this lighting gold. is disorienting. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it's a little, Everybody's purple. I really like it, but mm. but it changes things. Yeah. Changes Last time we had candlelight. This time, mm. I guess this isn't a romantic one. Nice. Breathing. Feel. I'm feeling. That's like that's the breathing of Christina Parrish. Yeah. Yeah, but we do like we do intros anyway, so we don't we don't have, we don't have, have to. That's cool. Yeah. We have an intro. Hey Christina, how about just like that? What? I was just saying, hey. Oh hi. You know, oh, officially. It's a, it's Ooh, a dabs blowtorch. You fucking gun. do dabs, man. Oh, oh yeah. No, he, he already does. did fucking dabs. Are you serious? Probably. Fuck that shit. That's fucking. Oh, are you me turning up. on a candle? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, I'm, you know what? I'm gonna make this sexy. Hot. Thank you. Thank you. Christina brought her menagerie of animals to the house. I did, and I was late, and I bought a bottle of wine because <laughs> I'm like. My mother? Uh, <laughs> Late uh, and can wine. Can I try drink. your wine? Huh? Can I try your wine? I don't have AIDS. I got it from Wheatsville, so never had it's a little before? different. I've never had Riohana Chardonnay. It's Although like, I don't think I like same. Chardonnay. Is your mom drink Chardonnay? Uh, I don't know. My mom's dead, so. In, the, in her past life? Well, no, I still don't know. That's right. How can I forget that your mom's dead when we make such a big to do? Is I didn't know that. Oh no, I did know that. Everybody knows it. Dude. And the reason, yeah, but I forget town. everything I learn about I anyone's life immediately. After. No, I, I I heard about it on the Spike Club. Yes, oh, yeah. but when they when they talked about it on Spike Club, I was like, oh, that's right. Not me. And just like I, that's like where I, I learned it. Well, good for oh, you. Well, yeah. congrats. That's why we go to Spike Club. Do you look at me differently now? Totally. It's way more awkward now. <laughs> totally. Than it ever was. Um, how think? was that, by the way? What, Spike Club? I yeah. won. Of course it was great. Okay. <laughs> was it difficult? Was it hard? Was it hard? Oh, no. Yeah. Really? I didn't think it was hard to okay. write jokes No, not about that part. I meant people. the taking the insults. Oh, taking oh. the insults? Oh. You're just like, I don't care. No, that'd be weird if I, then if I would, if I was so, if I would have, I would have never signed up if I knew I would. If you thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, my thing was like, I don't know, I've never had that happen to me. Mm-hmm. Being never, roasted. never been insulted in my life. I do and it so. constantly. You're actually really good at taking insults, oh, unless you're you. crying at home. Really I mean, sweet. I constantly make fun of you. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, I forgot you don't like me. Um, well. But I well, don't. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. 
Well, no, but but the thing, I don't know how I would deal with it publicly. I would hope I would do well, but yeah. you, I feel like you can't know until because the thing is, is I feel like I'd be super self conscious because they would be like, "You're a faggot" or whatever they'd say, then and then you'd have to be like, "Then why would you do it?" <laughs> well, no, I, because of the fame. Huh. Like one uh, step weird. closer to fame. <laughs> now, I, I mean, it's it looks really fun. Yeah, sure. I, I like it. I mean, you know, I think it's all fun and games. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I said some pretty mean stuff. Yeah. It's fun. This time was a very fun uh, Spike Club, and there was um, it was Spike Club. By the way, for any listeners who mm-hmm. are not in the Austin comedy scene, is a show that happens once a month. Again, thank Ooh, God. Because you're saying yeah. that, does that mean we're on? Yeah, yeah. I think we've we've been on. This yeah, I mean, time. we're gonna find somewhere in the midst of that <laughs> that isn't horrible. If we weren't on, we'll just describe this part of. We'll the chop everything Jared set out, but <laughs> hey. um, and get a better host. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. it's fine. Okay. All right. See, now I've gone too far, and his feelings are really hurt. <laughs> no, so okay. See how easy that was. Fine. Uh, Spike Suck Club. it up. So once a month, uh, we have a late night show in Austin where we a roast, two, show. a roast show where two comics roast each other, and then often other comics Roasted in the scene. By Pat Dean and that other guy. John Raven. Whatever. Um, See, I did it. I roasted him. Hey, that, uh, that was bad, though. Oh, oh, yeah. Also, okay, like, well, I never write. can tell when you're making uh, one of your little jokes. Yeah, because they're, so they're so vague. Because they're so kind of like... my jokes. Uh, that's just my favorite you thing to do my little something. That was Ariel? It was me. I wish. I could okay. take credit. I'm not, yeah, I'm not the one drinking Chardonnay straight out of the bottle. <laughs> take credit where credit's due. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's super fun. Oh, and it was Allie Dixon that you went up against. Shout yes, out to I, Allie Dixon. Oh, no, don't shout out to that woman. <laughs> that loser she lost. Yeah, she lost. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it was such a fun one. I feel like the uh, there have been jokes in previous shows where I've thought, ouch, like, mm, if that person were here, they mm-hmm. would be really upset. But this one seemed like everything was in really good taste, even, even though they were, some of them were quite hard hitting, but it was like, I guess the hope y'all is hit, since it's y'all friends hit it usually. Yeah, that yeah. It'll be like you'll know the difference between like what they yeah. have a sense of humor about. I'm uh, yeah, I'm probably never going to be able to do that show because I'm not friends not with friends. enough people. So yeah, and everything. Who, you, who is who's your friend? Jared. Yeah, but people. You don't, don't have to just say that because he's here. Uh, yeah, she well, gets to say it because I'm here. Yeah. Well, well, Jared, was you, a, <laughs> do you own her? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Austin, Austin and I could could roast each other, but my it's not that I couldn't roast one person, but that like part where you make fun of the other people, I would just wind up saying things about people I shouldn't. Well, there's also like you, you yeah. it helps if you're associated with somebody in a yeah. sense, and I don't know who you'd be associated with. They could just oh, you do mean it. like a duo? Because usually it's people that like are really known as really good friends. Yeah. And you have friends all over, but you don't have. I can't think of like it's Ariel and so and so. Well, burn. Well, yeah, more, subtle. More and more so, you're you know going to be associated with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, yeah, yeah for now true. because of this podcast. If it's successful, I don't assume it will be. Uh, when you yeah, look at me, do you here. think of Allie? Is that why? No, no. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, but I don't group all women yeah. together, you know. Yeah. So, so all crazy women together. Well, this is going all young crazy. Wait, actually, never mind. Uh, well, so anyway, your life. Uh, how long have you been doing comedy? Uh, Good question. Comedy just in gen- just well, uh, came out funny, you know. <laughs> how long have you been doing stand up? <laughs> we'll go there. How long has it been very funny? Uh, okay, so I've been doing. I'm gonna just start by saying I've done improv since I was been doing it where I was at the hideout since I was 15. I started doing stand-up when I was 17. Okay. I took a stand-up Jesus. comedy class when I was 16. Super lame. I tried so not to mention it. Was it really lame? Yeah, it was really bad. It was my 
uh, I'm not gonna say you don't it. have to say his name but what did you learn in the comedy class oh my god the only thing that I learned was that how that I should move the microphone is, that is what I say I took a class too to force myself to do it yeah. and that's that's what I say I'm like well I probably wouldn't have known for a while that I should move the mic stand mm-hmm. what does that mean like just take it out move it behind you yeah. yeah I don't even think you need to do that shit you don't have to it's just one of those things it's kind of it's just and some people their style is where you hold it but it's just a rule of thumb most people it kind of establishes you on stage and they say that it like kind of distracts yeah. if yeah. there's a pole in front of yeah, you I've heard that but logic like the logic to me would be like well you if you're new and nervous you're going to find something to fidget with and yeah. be nervous about well listen like, Jerry, we didn't that. know that at the fucking time well now i'm glad you learned <laughs> 300 <laughs> really aggressive <laughs> i'm the one to be aggressive <laughs> to. Oh, she's got claws i just i take it i'm a bottom <laughs> hell yeah hashtag bottom um i think we're all bottoms here it's okay you're a bottom because you're lazy you don't really want it I that's don't speak the sad for the part. people She's well, yeah, I don't. Her. I don't know about you, but well, I don't. <laughs> I just what do you, watch. What do you mean? I'm a bottom because I'm lazy and you, don't really want it. Well, first of all, it's in your bit, so you can't be like, oh. But it, I, it's everything I say on stage is true. What's yeah. the bottom in a lesbian just gear? Just getting fucked. Oh, just getting fucked. The yeah. lesbian with least hair. Oh, okay. Because when you're a bottom, when you're in the gay guys, the you get fucked in the asshole. In the butthole. Hey, if you're yeah. a woman and you're Dig bottom. I like saying up the butthole. Or uh, up yeah, I do the like asshole. up the butt. I like no, saying up the butt. putting like a, a screw in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> is that metaphorical or literal? I don't know. Okay, okay. You guys okay. figure it out. Yeah. At the end of this, there'll be a pop quiz. It's artistic ambiguity. <laughs> um, what were we talking about? Uh, you you've been doing, and you're only like, oh, how interesting right. I was. You're like yeah. 20 or something. I don't know how old you are. 21? I'm 22. 22 I'm going to be 23 this year, and things are going to start really turning around. That's true. Yeah, down, I hope things go down. well. Turning back down. Mm-hmm. Things are already going You're at bad. your peak right now. Christina's the first <laughs> improv person we've had. Just stand up too, true? but I mean, like, I don't P- think people who've done any improv. Like is this the have, second like, episode of this podcast? This is no, no. Like eight, eight, nine. Zing. <laughs> uh, uh, the Bob Kazravi has not done improv. Oh, thank God. Okay, <laughs> just listing one of the people. Yeah, okay. sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know because some people don't admit it either publicly. That they've done it. <laughs> That's I also, so bizarre. I know. It's, 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 it's there's silly. literally there's nothing wrong with saying that you did it. Yeah, I like that you do improv. Right. I, I mean, I feel like I can tell that it in, it like influences your stand up. Um, you just you have a freedom on stage that and like with your with your body and your movements and and just a freedom on stage that I feel like is informed by oh having God, done improv. All, oh, this wow. is that leads your me to eyes you. now. It's like you have a freedom in your eyes when you say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the whole movie Easy Rider right in your face. I've never seen Easy Rider, oh, so I don't know. I have any. Wow. That's is I don't that know like if you're throwing thing? shade or. <laughs> Oh, but uh, just uh, anyway, I want to do more improv just so that I get that. You can yeah, nobody's yeah, gonna yeah, stop you from doing. Yeah, it's time and money, you know. Yeah. Oops, oh, but I have. Well, so they have free jams. They have free. Yeah, it's true. But you don't fucking. I mean, you don't really learn anything. From yeah, those. that's what I, I figured. It'd be kind of just a weird thing to do. Hey, listen, man. Just <laughs> <laughs> no, but that does. I have a question. You gotta go through the pyramid scheme that's if you want. Oh, that's to do improv. totally. Yeah, that's insulting. To the art of improv, I think. Well, I mean, the, most art is a pyramid scheme. Well, it costs money to. Yeah, it just costs money. Yeah. Yeah. That's What's nice. your question? I shouldn't say it's a scheme. It's just a pyramid. I won't get to it. No, no. I was going to ask. Uh, in terms of identity, like, do you consider yourself 
a stand-up or an improv person or just like a comedian oh my god multiple mediums <laughs> what is your how do you I was like whoa <laughs> i was like where is this yeah. i don't know should i say a sub organism um i think i i mean i don't know i just say i do comedy labels mm-hmm. makes i mean because if i'm if i say i do stand-up it's lying i don't feel like being an asshole and saying i do stand up and improv and i make like films you don't want to list it yeah. out because yeah. that's like an asshole move so i just say i do comedy that makes sense well, sometimes i take breaks but you seem to be a rare bird in this in that Ca-ca-ca. you've done exactly you've done, <laughs> you've done uh you've fairly experienced them both right because a lot of people i've known who've been in the improv scene do stand up sometimes and then there's stand up people that have done improv Mm-hmm. You're, I can't think of anybody else that has equal experience like you or something like that. Yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah, I probably I do more stand up nowadays for sure, but I do try to get in. I do try to get in one of those improv sets ever so often. Nice. I, I do love doing improv. It's my home. Yeah, it's where I like. Do you come back? Does it come back super easy? Like as soon oh, as yeah. you get, yeah, just- yeah. I mean, of course, there's always things that I notice that I'm doing wrong. Uh, but hey, that's just being me. And <laughs> I no, but I, I'm like totally fine. I I feel like it feels very natural to be on stage. I know what to do. I know how to like do the simple things that are just in my brain already. Yeah. Um. You know, it's kind of like the well, for thing our, that for happened. our listeners, what is, what is that like? <laughs> what for our listeners, what is that like? Like if they've never done improv, what's some like really basic kind of stuff that you have to do? Have to well have to put um, into practice. And so there's like, well, I don't know. I don't know where to start. There's basic things here. Here's some level 101. Uh, try not to do chair prop. Chair prop sucks. What's that? Uh, chair prop is just like touching the chairs and saying, here's a chair. Here's a, this is a, this is a chair shop. This is, that's like, you'd be surprised how many times people have done that in classes and stuff where it's like, I'm selling chairs, but there's only one chair on stage. Yeah. And the rest are supposed to be invisible. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, try not being, not going to those things. I think relationship is like the main thing, creating a relationship. Everybody wants to know who you are and why we're watching. Um, and starting in the middle is a big thing uh, of the conversation. We don't want to start from, hi, hi, yeah. I'm Tamara, I'm Keith. I don't know why those names were just sitting in my head. Um, <laughs> I have met n- none of those I people. Feel those like are go-to improv names. people need to have a couple of names. At the yeah, Caduth. Um, <laughs> uh, and you know, just like I mean, it's sound. It's it's easier said than done because you don't know what the other person's going to be doing, yeah. and you don't know what like they could walk on thinking that we're going to be scientists, and you walk on thinking like. I'm I'm gonna I'm, a, I'm in jail with you. You know what I mean. Yeah. So it's yeah, like both. Yeah. It, it, so it's really that is like kind of the fun, and then just releasing all of like the possibilities to like if someone's gonna go a certain way, don't say no. Just like, go with them. On yeah. It. Support is a huge thing. I think it sucks when you see shitty improv where you come off stage and you feel like you did shitty improv. Sometimes I feel like it's because you weren't supported enough yeah. on stage because I think you everybody. If you're a good improviser, you should be able to help and blossom, make other people shine and look good. But if you if you don't, you're not really doing your job. Um, that, that almost feels like the opposite of stand-up. Yeah. I mean, it's very adversarial. And- well, now we have this whole like, stand-up thing where it's like, oh my God, everybody, we have an all-ladies open mic. We're <laughs> like, oh my God, there's love and support and feminism. Yeah. And then there's like some like, you know, I think... 
I think there's too much. I don't. I think stand-ups not, shouldn't be so positive when you first start out because it's already a hard thing, and you know, yeah. you'll go yeah. somewhere else and you'll fi- figure out that it, not everybody's so nice. Yeah, don't really get it. Yeah, I know. I I think it's weird to see the people who you, it's it's their first or second time, especially, and they're in a supportive situation <clears throat> where maybe a whole improv troupe goes to an open mic to support each other. It's like, I mean, that's fine if you just want to say that you've done stand-up once at an yeah. open mic, but you know the reality is you're gonna have to learn at some point and it's just it's kind of annoying to watch to watch that happen no 100 percent. and i think it's great that people have friends that go out and watch them and <laughs> mm-hmm. shit hey people have friends that's great but <clears throat> there we go um <laughs> god I, I, but you know i don't know i i didn't really i didn't have that at all so who knows maybe maybe it's it's really nice and maybe you do get better but my perspective is like i i think it's good to it's a solo thing and it's good to be solo when you start doing it because it, it's that's the point yeah it, it well it seems to me both like trying to force it in either way isn't really going to work so like beforehand the idea was like seemed to be well we got to be rough on the new people because hmm. that's what this is it's like it's going to be rough anyway yeah i don't and think you vi- have to try to be rough and yeah. then vice versa you can't really save people from yeah that. you got to be on stage by yourself and anybody and whether someone goes with with all of their improv friends to an open mic uh, to a stand-up open mic or they go to an all safe space kind of thing yeah i mean they can do that a couple of times if they pursue it at all eventually it won't be long until they run into how hard it really is and how alone they're going to be and that's just the reality of it so i don't think we have to worry about we're all alone. people's safe space open mics it's they'll you know if they yeah. continue on they'll they'll have to figure it out Word. yeah i just roll my eyes at it you know like what are you doing and and also those people who like you, you know there are people who say even if you've done one open mic wow that was so brave of you well wasn't that brave if you did it at some one of these things where you've got 15 friends all ch- clapping and cheering no matter what you said yeah, yeah. So oh, nice, it takes away nice from my accomplishment. That was He's got a clapping button over there. Um, well, just since we're like, it's kind of an advice thing. Like, would you recommend doing improv for standups? Like, if you're to dabble in it, or do you think it's like a I totally. Um, it just and like all depends on the person. Sometimes I'll go. I've been to Velve a few times where I've seen people go on stage who I've ne- have never seen before. And just them as their weird, like, selves perfectly works. And I go up. I've, this has happened four times that I've really remembered. And I've been come up to them and been like, hey, uh, do you, are you doing improv or you just came out? For the, and they're like, no, this is like my, my third time. And I just kind of moved here and just wanted to jump into it. And, of course, sometimes I don't really see those people ever again. But I'm just like, <laughs> oh, that's, that, that, that's good, you know? But yeah. I I I think doing improv just helps with your helps your brain helps you get comfortable on stage like that's like such a huge thing you can tell when somebody's like not feeling great and you know I think that's why like Vanessa Gonzalez I mean she's so funny and she started doing comedy like stand-up comedy after like doing improv and sketch and she just flowed right into it so like easily and Mm -hmm. it was really natural you know but then again to me I'm just like Vanessa is like fucking brilliant but (laughs) you know I think I think it's a I think it's a wonderful skill to have if you're gonna like if you actually want to do something like this because you know you know how how far do you want to go in stand do you want to be a writer do you want to just be a, just a pure stand up comic do you want to write and make things 
people are going to want to have know that you have a background in improv. That's from every experience I've ever had with people like that. Yeah, pure anything seems really hard and yeah. really unrealistic. Well, and I don't think it's a real thing to be a quote-unquote yeah. pure stand-up as if you're not tainted by the anything else. Like, you have a whole other life that yeah. you live. So that's, yeah, I mean, I think that improv, you know, like I was saying earlier, I think it helps people with being comfortable on stage. Um, and But also that whole don't think, yes, and, like, then it really applies, whether it's with crowd work and dealing with hecklers or just your own reactions to yourself and to the room and everything. I think that um, being able to get out of your head is something that improv really helps people with. I mean, a lot of people say you should take improv even if you don't want to do any of this, like just for your life, just for your mental health or whatever. Sure. Yeah, it feels feels good, you know. It, it, It feels good to be able to... Um, especially if you continue in it to go and do shows and know that you have you're going into shows not having anything prepared and you know so you'll fail and you'll do great but and when you do great you just are like damn like that that that, was, that that's that's awesome and and like great improv shows like fuck this week like that's solid solid show every monday at the new movement theater at eight it's like fantastic improvisers who are performing every single week and they keep it consistent like it's a good show and it's always filled like that is a huge to me that's like that's what that's that's what that's wow that's like wow you can fill a room a whole entire theater with people coming to see something that they don't know what they're getting into and you do it well every time because you're consistent that's that's impressive to me and I gotta say like just generally I don't know how I feel about this but improv definitely gets bigger audiences and I think it's probably because something like that like the experience that they get to be a part of in stand up it's an amazing performance but I think a lot of times audiences don't walk away feeling like they were involved in yeah. the same way yeah no stand up and improv sorry that all these my dogs are barking um, <laughs> you're <laughs> gonna just, think that's industry talk right. it started with I a lot of my dogs barking with my bark, I think that just means your feet hurt though right. yeah, yeah that's that. right. okay. they mm-hmm. do they're all sore mm-hmm. um, yeah I, uh, stand up and improv audiences are totally different it's like different doing shows at Cap than Cold Town you know it's different when you go to LA and you do shows at the improv than like you know little sh- little cool alternative shows like good heroin which is a big show but it's you know it's just like different people are expecting different things and you feel differently afterwards yeah i feel i mean i don't know when i feel like i do did good i mean on with stand-up it's hard because stand-up a walk-off stage more times than more times being like man i i wish that i was funnier or wish that i did like you uh when people ask me how i feel how i felt i'm like usually like yeah it was fine you know because yeah. but with improv i'm just like i'm truly having like just a lot of fun yeah and i don't care it's playing and it's my friends and i have no stakes involved like i'm not trying to be a professional improviser yeah and so therefore i have more fun um oh, i don't know I don't know. No, that makes sense. So, all right, that's improv. Now let's talk about sketch and and movies. You're making films. Yeah, I made a film, a feature film called Call Me Brother. Uh, We'll be hopefully releasing a trailer, teaser in March, April. 
Um, it's, a, it's about incest. Yeah, it's about it's a comedy about incest, but it's much more than that. But yes, that is the. I just is the I main thought thing. I think I was probably high when I came across your Kickstarter campaign or something. But just that it said, "Call me brother." A comedy about incest just delighted me to know it. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I'll give you five dollars for that. I feel like we should introduce like, you yes, that way <laughs> on stage. Yeah, the next comic is a comic about incest you know, for hey, Ariel Normal. I only have one joke Ariel so Normal. Far. Yep. <laughs> my alter ego I only have one joke so far about incest well maybe two but well hell well there's always tomorrow there's always tomorrow hopefully mm. USA 2K17 mm. alright well so how did, when did you start like you've been making weird short films for a long time right? yeah mm-hmm. when did that start like 19 uh, no I started I started making stuff when I was I think I sh- made Rowan shot my first thing when I was like 18 18 yeah mm-hmm. and uh, I've continued ever since so uh, it's actually pretty crazy because I was like this is mumble garbage but I was making my website and oh the fucking shit so hard and um <laughs> which is like the lamest thing I could ever say I was making my website when <laughs> oh, I was really drunk okay so I was making my website and I was getting all my videos together and I didn't realize how many fucking fucking videos I've made and made me feel really proud and you know because it's it's I think it's it's a special cool thing Uh, there was like over over like 26 wow um and I've I didn't I I forgot about so many um I mean 26 isn't I mean that's not a lot I guess but we it was it was cool thinking about like oh I co-wrote a pilot that we separated into a web series and I wrote a feature and I made my own weird space therapy series and then I did a very very like a various amount of shorts in between and now I have this new chip show that's going to come out soon uh, that is a full it's a full season we'll be releasing it um 12 interviews six episodes each each episode has two comics on it featuring daniel webb devin walker vanessa gonzalez the balance brothers and uh all those people are really funny yeah and i'm really excited it's just a simple fucking thing but i love making films i like making sketches and i like making that kind of stuff that's the only thing i really want to do so when you started making films what did you use to record I well I wrote um it and then I shot my first one with David Howe mm-hmm. David Howe D- Dustin Swaylock Dusty Sway and uh uh Kelsey Rogers um all three of those I've worked with them over the f- over the past years mm-hmm. um and Matt Hannon Matt Hannon uh was one of the people who shot This Is Our Baby uh which is a short film um uh, I've worked with all those guys um, for like the past four years, and they've shot everything. Okay, um, cool. So, and edited it, which is really great. It's funny because you know I realized that I'm not really great on the film, like filming side, and like 
directing oh i just haven't gotten good at it yet um Mm -hmm. but i was like trying to shoot a a sketch last weekend and like everything that could possibly go wrong did and i was like i fucking (laughs) and like someone came you know i was at ut because i was using using one of the rooms and we're like we finally got all the shit together after like three hours and then this lady came in like oh i reserved the room and i was like oh (laughs) fuck me dude this is so fucking i didn't realize how hard i depended like on them for like direction and and uh, knowing knowing basic stuff so I'm, I'm in the in the midst of teaching myself that uh, but yeah so I have a question and it's kind of abstract but um, so you do all this stuff and you're spread out across all these medium medias media media whatever Mida. I don't know plurals anyway uh, and I'm curious like how much of this because I think people would describe you as you know, obviously really talented, but also like I was having a conversation about you and it was like, oh, that's that, like everybody's like, oh, she's a, she's a natural. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I feel like when people say, you know, when when they say that's a natural, it's like that person is really good at disguising all the hard work that goes into what they do. And I'm curious, like, do you feel like you're just being yourself when you do this kind of stuff or do, how, how much of what you do is built on something like methodical technique? How much of it was just getting out of your own way and expressing who you are? Um, I think that's it's a good question. I I think that um, well, for one, it doesn't uh, seem to me this isn't work. This is a way of me trying to talk to people because I feel like I can never, I feel like I can never communicate how I'm feeling or what I'm, what I want to talk about, or I feel dumb almost all the time. And <laughs> so making, making these things, I've realized have, I had this like insane mushroom trip whenever I was like 18. And I realized like this is, I don't know. That's uh, my manager, and he's calling to let me know I ordered something. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I just realized, like, I had this crazy mushroom trip when I was eighteen, and from that, I, I totally it came to like, oh yeah, okay. Like the way that I have to talk to people is by visual, visually, and like with my with writing things like this and it's just it is a lot of hard work when i put it on paper but Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like i want to do this and this is what i want i want i want people i want more than anything for people to watch the things that i made or to see what i'm doing and i don't care like i mean i've i literally just spent like a thousand dollars on my stupid chip show buying chips and importing them (laughs) from around the world the chip expenses yeah huge and for me i'm just like you know this is for me this is all i have and so i don't mind putting in everything i have for it because i don't i was just thinking today like i don't i don't i dropped out of high school after 10th grade like i i have no like work ethic into it really yeah yeah man the coolest thing he's ever done (laughs) yeah Yeah, i didn't get a ged my grandma was pissed and uh i i never I don't have like a work ethic when it comes to like going to jobs. I'm just mm-hmm. I've gotten fired from almost every single job and I've walked out of jobs. The only job I've kept so far is this goddamn dog walking business I got going, but there's no boss. Cuz there's no boss. It's just me. No and structure. yeah. And so you know, I, if I think about like when I'm like 
36 and nothing not, haven't got paid a cent for anything i've done definitely it'll be like really hard to take in and, and try not to beat myself up too hard but i just really like doing this i just want people i want people to feel so, something or like feel at least a little bad and most people don't really like some of the stuff but i don't know hold on you're saying that like you know you feel like your way to express yourself sometimes is through these things that you want you want people to see these things that you do and that that expresses something that you can't communicate otherwise and i'm just thinking of like this uh clip i saw a few days ago where rob gagnon on on uh, sandbox i assume this is a sandbox thing anyway is like oh it's uh this is going to be her first time doing stand-up and you just crawl through this big vagina you've made and come slithering out and goo oh and then you're like wait i forgot what do you say you forgot your joke well, yeah or? i said oh shit i forgot something I forgot and something. then i crawl back into it <laughs> to get your to get my something? scroll or, yeah. Was that planned out before? Just uh, I off the top? no, they well, just no. found the vagina yeah. in the back room that day. And <laughs> <laughs> no, I I actually got that vagina made by a friend um, who who's really great, Patrick Neese at the New Movement. He made that for me. I paid him to make it, and I I made out a set a little bit previous before before uh, before uh, beforehand. Uh, Lisa Frederick helped me with that. Um, <laughs> last minute, I was just thinking, like, man, it'd be funny if I just like came out really slow and then had to like crawl back into that <laughs> yeah. thing. I still have it. It's it's still at the yeah. new movement. Oh, you don't you don't throw a giant pussy. Away. Yeah, you're not, you're not just gonna get the funny giant thing pussy. is is like the is the the one thing the one fucking thing my manager liked when I submitted to him was just that video. And I was just like, I can do so many other things. <laughs> but he just brings that video up every fucking time we talk. And I'm just like, I just, I don't know other things that I can do like that. So I got this I can make huge. make all kinds of other giant body parts. Yeah. Kind of like well, a butthole. I got a whole, I got like a whole cum machine made for me for this <laughs> banana bit that I'm supposed to do at Sandbox soon. I had, I've had, I got, I've had it made for like four months. Just haven't done it but i'm basically it's a pleasure banana and i have a thing sh like shoved into the top of the banana and i shoot cum everywhere <laughs> which is just all this whipped cream <laughs> while uh yamina oh, you don't use real cum for that huh? no i don't i don't no. produce enough you know <laughs> i'm a woman so <laughs> um too real um <laughs> that was the sound of wine of chardonnay chardonnay I feel like I'm gonna finish this anyway. Yeah. Hmm. Did that? Did I answer the question? I, I, like, I have yeah, no idea. Yeah, there, I think the reason I ask is that, like, when you watch certain comics, especially ones that are, have, because we're all kind of new in the grand scheme of things, but like who've kind of started to develop a voice and stuff like that, hmm. there are comics where you're like, oh, I think I know how to be that, right? I'm not that good, but I know how to be that. Yeah. Just work hard and develop what I'm doing. But when you watch Christina, and you're not the only one, but certainly there isn't like. I know the formula. Yeah, for that. I can't. I couldn't have your personality. Yeah, because that's what I'm saying. I think so much of difficult. what you, you do is, is so <laughs> seems awful. Yeah, it's, it's so, awful. It's so personality. But it's so based on sort of like how you see the world, which and and I have an ongoing question like through the thing, which is that like how much of this is just you have to be kind of born that way, Lady Gaga, or how much of it is just is sort of like 
skill based and aptitude and stuff like that so i think you definitely spoke to that oh yeah man i i think that like for sure like if i didn't do this i would just be like addicted to drugs working Mm -hmm. at taco bell because my whole life has just been so i'm not gonna say sucked because i'm trying to be positive lately yeah it has been extremely difficult in testing at all times um (laughs) and so you know i think i think it was who was i was talking to somebody maybe it was pat dean but he was like i guess i'm no relation i make no relation to mark Marin, but i guess he had this album that was like this has to be funny yeah mm-hmm. um and so like he was third album yeah, yeah was it funny do y'all I'm it, sure well, yeah i loved it we, I don't well, know, he, I he's on record as loving all I'm famous comedians yeah, yeah. hashtag oh. mark Marin. everybody follow mark Marin. he needs he needs it I want him to do well. I, yeah, you know. yeah. I mean, I feel I feel like he should. <laughs> okay, that all the years. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. I I think like you have to be born with certain situations that make you yeah. be like you either like think this is funny and fucked up or you like want to kill yourself right yeah which i've been both but (laughs) (laughs) But. do you feel like what you do comes out of like a kind of defense mechanism kind of like the world is weird and scary and painful so let me make it digestible no i think i mean i don't know if this is also agreeing with you i'm always quick to say no whenever (laughs) that's an improv back (laughs) no um (laughs) No, I think I've been reading, I read like and listen to like a lot of uh, Alan Watts and Terrence McKenna and uh, Aldous Huxley and stuff. And I just... A lot of mushrooms, basically. A lot of mushrooms, but just like I and Ram Dass, uh, LOL. (laughs) Um, I can't leave out my Timothy Leary, um, but I... I think I don't like I'm not trying to like make the world a better place because uh, I feel like that would be gom- God complex mm-hmm. and I I just but if we're all God but if go we're on. all God I'm God uh, mm-hmm. just kidding uh, goddess yeah but I I, I don't want to make the world a better place with my comedy or nor do I want to like change anything that's going on I think things are going to happen no matter what the fuck I do yeah but uh, I think yeah i don't know i think i think it's healing and it's 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 nice to try to communicate to vast audiences that have no idea who you are and what you were doing you know days years you know before you know it's kind of cool being able to it's, it's just very cool to like have people reach out sometimes after shows who are complete strangers and be like hey um, I thought that was really funny. I, I'd like to come see another show. It's like yeah. that. That that's 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 a win. That's that's awesome. That's like, hey, maybe maybe that person wants to do comedy. I, comedy. I, I don't care. But it's just <laughs> nice to be able to just have someone think, hey, who knows nothing about you, yeah. be like, hey, that was fun. That's something to take pride in, and I especially like that that aspect of. I mean, later on, I'd love to have notoriety and like have people come back to my shows. But the idea that nobody knows who you are and what you're about to do, yeah, like this, no one here knows what I'm going to say. I think that's a great moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's really, it's a really cool. It's an advantage point. You got like, you got a stage. You got a whole room full of people listening to you. You know, nobody really listens to each other now. You know, at all in all circumstances. It's like 
So when you're up there, it's it's special. And now I say that, and I have gone on stage multiple times, many times mm-hmm. over the past few years, being like, I already fucking hate this place, and I hate <laughs> myself, and I don't give a shit if I bomb, or yeah. you guys hate me, or I walk out of here and you guys carrying me out or something like that. And so, and I think I think that's not a very good perspective to have, but it is very. I think it is very special to be able to you know be able to get up there over and over again and just try to be consistent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I maybe I'd, I'm not I'm not I'm tr- working on that, but that's like a huge thing. Makes people believe in comedy. And makes people yeah. believe that things are funny still. You know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so you you do want comedy to be your career, right? Yeah, yeah. So do you have any? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> just the tone that she uses yeah, yeah. for all. <laughs> just drinking out of yeah. the bottle. <laughs> I had the option to grab a plastic yeah, cup. Yeah, she Weedsville, was offered. Uh, but I just was like, you know, I don't need to carry extra stuff. <laughs> no. So do you have ideas about what uh, you might want your career to look like? Uh, are there several? You know, I, 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 um, I've thought about this. Um, sorry again for all these dogs. Um, but... I really like Chris Gethard's career. Um, he started from like a very uh, punk rock sort of like uh, following because he he did like a late night you know show on uh, for the public a public access show for mm-hmm. five years uh. and he put in like when he, when he was saying he like put in like ten grand for it just buying all the fucking film and shit like that. And it was slow, and he had opportunities to move to other places, but he just believed in his thing and was like, my friends are succeeding, but, like, I got this thing that I'm doing, and I really like it. Uh, You know, not that I want to have... I don't want to have, like, a Chris Gethard show. That's already a show, you know, but I really like... I I, That's that's what I want. I want, like, to be able to be, like... I want to be able to make my own decisions like that and not feel forced by like society or peers that they are aspiring for me to be better or me to be something rather than what I want to be. Right. I have this whole thing where I'm like, if maybe I don't go out, I don't go out and do mics every single night and stuff. But, and I, 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 if I have an opportunity to go out into the woods for a week, I'll do that. Like I think taking care of myself mentally and making sure I'm still, here and have my feet on the ground mentally um that's the most important thing to me Uh, and then then it's doing my art or comedy Mm -hmm. so however long that takes um then yeah i would love to have a career in this but maybe not maybe 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 i won't but i hope i do well i was gonna say you're you're planning to move to la soon Mm -hmm. oh my god we didn't even talk about that yeah i mean that's uh, why we wanted to hurry up and get you on here oh shit well i mean also because you know, because you're because cool. I suck. No, no, no just because <laughs> just because I'm cause bad like that. Yeah, we, <laughs> we didn't want to talk to. We her. talked about this. We won't be putting this out for two years. But, uh, <laughs> hey, no problem. But I won't be if, sharing it anyway. <laughs> if you if you become famous, uh, yeah, I'm supposed I'm supposed to move to LA in June. The thing is, like, <laughs> I I hate saying 
like that I'm gonna move because I am so my life changes so fucking much mm-hmm. that I don't want to put I, I I feel really weird putting like a, a month on it okay. now or saying that mm-hmm. I go out in March to visit at the end of March and um, I'll see how that goes with a few things but with a few things that sounds like we <laughs> with the few coffee shops I visit <laughs> um, but yeah I, I'm, sup- I'm supposed to move uh, which is what people keep telling me every year on my birthday I have this guy who messages me on Facebook asking me why am I still here <laughs> <laughs> well so. I hope if you do move that you do uh, this thing that some people are starting to do which is to be and kind of an LA slash Austin comic I want more and more people to be, if you're going to leave, then at least like make this kind of we a, have a contract. another We're home. We're going to ask you to sign. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll sign it. I'll sign anything, man. <laughs> yeah. But to have like a sort of, um, I love looking at my signature, <laughs> a sort of base in Austin for a lot of comics, you know, who move around the country and whether you're touring or you're just using this as a place to do develop material, you know, as well as, you know, you know, because we have such great stage time here that if you're, you get annoyed at whatever's going on in LA or people in New York and then you can come back here and tear it up and then go back. I mean, no, Austin is truly so fucking wonderful. I have been here living in this sort of scene for a little minute now and it has gotten so fucking talented and good and funny and supportive, like more supportive than I've ever seen it. (laughs) Yeah. And, and that's that that is that is cool because it's it's not the perspective of like let's shit shit on like newer comics it's like let's let just let these dudes do their thing and people will weave out when they weave out you know yeah. and and they'll stay when they want to stay and we'll like them you know and, or we won't but i i i love Austin to death and i think i will always always call this home and always be coming back because i mean it's it's so easy to get stage time. There's so many goddamn yeah. places to go. I mean, it's, it's insane. You go to LA and you got to get on a lottery and you got to show up at the mic at like five. You know, it's a pain in the ass. I definitely don't look forward to that, nor do I like, I'm, you know, really excited about that idea. I, 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 I in my brain, want to be as best as I think I can be and then move. But, you know, <laughs> I don't fucking know. I don't know what I'm doing. There but, doesn't seem to be a really obvious answer yeah like when you should a, move and why no it's like i feel i'm always i'm definitely definitely made a lot of mistakes but i feel i feel like you you know when you know and you know, when it's gut when it's like when i felt like i needed to move to new orleans i moved to new orleans was it bad it was bad but like i learned so much from it but it became such a better person for it for it when it was when it was my gut feeling to drop out i dropped down and it was totally fine when it's my gut feeling it seems like you just you you know like you your brain yeah. has this path that it knows what's going to happen and you you'll follow it you just got to trust yourself so i don't know i don't like that yeah, i like so that gay. attitude it is it's <laughs> no, very, it's think, real gay let's start i think people there. need to a lot of live, us love laugh <laughs> i i feel like i need to learn how to listen to my gut better <laughs> katie's always, my fiance's always like I'm uh, afraid of your gut. I feel like your gut wants to kill. It's the micro. Your gut eats a lot of vegetables because Katie works at a vegetable farm. Yeah. That's true. That's you true. Fart but I also eat. That's not. I also you eat a ton of meat. And don't lie, because Christina's here. You fart a lot. 
I fart. You know, I, I, fart. I mean, I, fart. I feel like I fart a normal amount. I don't okay. fart in front of you. Okay. I fart in front of Katie a lot. She doesn't like that. But oh. It's like painful to not. Fart. <laughs> it, she going to say it's to painful to fart. I'm like, I don't know. I think <laughs> no, you got to get that checked out. I've been holding it back this whole episode. I a lot of greens. A lot of cellulose. I'm I don't not farting in front of say. Oh, my gut. Um, my gut. But when she's like, <laughs> if I'm trying to figure something out, she's like, well, what does your gut say? I'm always just like, what? Uh, I don't You're know. like, my gut digests food. It's not, it has nothing. Well, whatever, that part of the brain that we're talking about or something. Like, I just don't feel like I'm very good at. Well, um, that's just the anxiety. That's like yeah. the anxiety that is like built into all of us. That, yeah. that just like natural norm anxiety that we all feel all the time. Not being able to feel like. About if, if we If we make the wrong decision, which yeah. there is not really a wrong right. decision, but it's like if I was to make the wrong one, then everything is bad. And right. I, I'm bad for doing it. I'm yeah. stupid. But that is the process. Or I'll fail or die. Yeah. if I make the wrong I think, decision. Yeah, yeah, I think decisiveness is very important. Yeah. And that's uh, that, like being well, able to... that's what Trump is operating uh, mm-hmm. on. No, there's so. other important stuff too. But <laughs> oh, okay, fine. <laughs> Not just decisive. Well, see, this is why it's so hard. Humanity. Be decisive, but also uh, yeah. Hu- yeah, have some humanity. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Just live, laugh, love, man. Do Get a big it. bend. It's true. Do Hopefully it. there are no wrong decisions. I've made a lot of quote-unquote wrong decisions in my life that led to the right things. And so maybe you're supposed to go through those things. Yeah. It, if you don't go through being... you know, like, good... I feel like no good person has been good all their life. They've been them. their awful, awful, awful selves. Yeah. Like, yeah. And that's where they... They know they know what is what they can be and what is greater achieved by being what they can. So right. it's like you know I don't know. Let me ask. Man, you. I need to stop reading books like that. You, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's good for you. Do you do you think? <laughs> okay, Dad. Thank you. You're you're coming up nicely. Okay. Uh, do you? What's your dad say? Mine is drunk, so he didn't Mine really have that kind really of advice. Talk a yeah, a much. Yeah. High five. Um, My dad says I'm sorry a lot. Yeah. Yeah. My dad just makes puns a little bit and Ugh. tells me about his garden. Uh, that's the sorry <laughs> thing is way better than the yeah. pun thing. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> do you think it's made you better as a person doing comedy? Because the reason I want to ask that is that when you were first talking about like a lot of this has been about expressing yourself. I was thinking like there. I don't know how you guys feel. There's part of me that feels way more real on stage. Or at least way yes. more communicative. I can really say what I want to say. I feel like I'm a better representative sort of, of myself. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, there's also, uh, you know, the opposite is true too. But I'm, I'm curious, is that, have you found that to be the case? What? Am I more myself on stage? Yeah, something like that. Or at least part of yourself that you can be on stage that you can't be in your normal waking life. Yes, but um, I don't like to, I don't like to say better um i don't like to feel and live my life by the fact that i'm more me on stage uh because i feel that that limits me when i'm just trying to live in my life yeah and so yeah yeah i'm like like it's i'm like i don't know <laughs> this is from all the goddamn i'm so fucked up but this is like <laughs> what the fuck is me then what is me right. am i am i how do i know that the me right here is not me and then like the stage me that's like that's false right. me yeah. or is that me and then yeah. i'm this yeah. false so they're it's both like real. they're both 
I am I am equally I am me. Am I comfortable on stage? Yes, because I've been on stage for a long time. Yeah. If I in am I trying to integrate like my spontaneity and my like my my wittiness and stuff into my real life yes like i think that's important to try to just like if you feel more that you're more yourself on stage then how about you start incorporating those qualities into your own life and maybe something good will come from it i mean who knows maybe something bad maybe it'll all be bad but you know i don't know i could get fired from a job it's interesting it's interesting to me because i feel like as comics we focus a lot on like that person should quit why are they still doing it? That's a big topic of conversation. Mm. As if like there should just be twelve people right. doing it, and then or whatever. And I think the reverse can be true too. And when I when I talk to really good comics, it makes me think how many people are out there that really could be comics and really should be doing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if not stand up, something like that. Because I don't know. I think it makes us better. Yeah. Well, I don't. Yeah. Also, I also don't think everyone's funny. No, absolutely. Like I think but there's a lot of funny people yeah. out there that aren't doing. Yeah, I think that there's like there's people who go out and they have gone out for years that yeah. I've seen and they're always out the open mics and they have not gotten funnier right yep. at all. We're gonna have a list of names. Yeah. And at the end, right? No, there are people who are not funny. I don't think everybody's funny. I think that's yeah. like a f- totally false like positivity thing. Right. Yeah. But. Uh, <laughs> Like I don't know, I, I, it's it's really hard to judge because it's so like, um, what is that word? It's like subjective. Subjective, but yeah, I mean, I don't know, I don't know. I mean, if you're getting like good responses most of the time throughout, if you look back on your life and people are like, good comics are saying being nice to you, I feel like that's a good sign. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where people who at people, least you think are good. Yeah, if people avoid eye contact with you every single time you get off stage, that's probably good. you should quit, but I don't know. Maybe well, it's making them... avoid eye contact with a lot of people. Well, I, you know, well, actually, yeah, a lot of us have Asperger's, so you can't completely... I that. saw that post one, that you made. <laughs> oh, the Asperger's? The book quote? Yeah. <laughs> You, Ariel you, posts a lot of book quotes, re- FYI. <laughs> Not enough. I don't post enough. I'm reading this uh, Asperger's book to my fiance. It's 22 things like everyone dating oh, an Asperger. I have Asperger's. It's don't. okay. It, it so runs don't. in my family. It's like well established. You're, you're just convincing yourself you are. Because every mm. pathology has a part of normal in it. I don't so know you're just why like, he needs to because believe I that I don't have because, Asperger's. Because my brother has Asperger's and the difference between because the two of you is so, you are so good at intuiting other people's thoughts and feelings. You just like will play Sudoku and be like, I've got it. I don't, don't like Sudoku. Whatever. My brother, has, my brother has Asperger's too. Yeah. So does mine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, it presents differently yeah. in girls than it does in boys, well, and part of it is because girls some get ma- a lot more help um, than boys there do. There are some major hey traits. You wait here, Christina. There are some major <laughs> traits of Asper, like some essential traits that you just demonstrate so clearly not to. Also, have. I've learned to pass really well oh, over so years. Of, of you have no idea what my childhood like, was you like. Just like the idea of being. Asper. It's not true. I ran away from it for so many years, and it really, really helped me you know, understand myself guys we should take all our retarded siblings who's more ass burgers the person who loses wins it would be so nice to think they're all doing a podcast right now 
<laughs> just talking. They about would that. probably. I would love. I would listen to that. My yeah. brother would read them Three. the Quran. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. All right. So, do we have more uh, more structured questions? Uh, for, for <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. Because okay, because we we we, ha- we don't have that much time left. I, I got, have pork I got, chops to eat at home. Today. I got questions. I have a bottle of wine do from you the think, dog sitting job. I have. Do you think Ariel has asked? Look, just right now, cards on the table. No, I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> I'm fine but, with you answering it. On a scale of one to ten. It's not, listen, it. I'm not going to judge your goddamn weird Asperger's diagnosis. <laughs> <Here's>, <laughs> it uh, doesn't affect me. <laughs> it only affects you. Yeah. <laughs> and Jared, for some reason. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I, here's one I ask everybody, which is, if you had a magic wand... Mm-hmm. Oh, that's um, gay. What would you do with it? No, no. Maybe you have well, Asperger's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and gayness. <laughs> I'm would sorry. You, no, <laughs> Someone told me that like saying that's gay is so fucking like oh, fucked know. up and re- irrelevant. Uh, no, it's and not. I've just been slicking it it's into yeah. conversations <laughs> to be I an asshole. No, I think that yeah, it's all context. Listen, my mom right. was a lesbian, so I can say anything. <laughs> she okay. was one. My mom she, killed well, herself. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, see, I really should have read your bio. Anyway, but she still is. Right, depending on how you believe. Yeah, she is still in dead. In time somewhere. <laughs> uh, and she she, dates she's other buried with her dildo, so she's still a lesbian. <laughs> if you had a magic wand, how would you change Austin comedy? Like the scene? Oh, that's do anything. Did you guys you write gotta, that question? No, I hate no, that I question everybody. every time. Hate so, it, but I she doesn't him. hate it. She hates it because you're here. She, she's never said she hated it. Because I don't always tell you you're everything just, that I hate. Yeah. She didn't that. tell you she had Asperger's and she didn't she, tell you she hated oh that question. Oh my God. She was just waiting for the courage that only Christina Parrish could give her. Yeah, I've been feeling say, empowered. That's a bad question, Yeah, it's a great question. It's a great... I'm not taking this question I always feel like it's a weird... Back. I feel like people don't know quite... I feel like you... There's an she's answer right. She's the only person that hasn't been able to answer. I feel like there's it's an answer that I haven't want. been able to answer. Or, well, no, I'm, I'm giving a little preface that's saying yeah, don't like I don't question. like the question. I, well, I, can't, I can't go back now. I've committed okay, fine. to the question. If I had a magic yes wand. yes and. Pretend. Okay. Hey. Oh, come on. Well, then that would be giving you a false answer. Oh, fuck. Damn it. Okay. Well, no, He doesn't know how yes and works. Okay, listen. I won't yeah, be aggressive towards you guys. You guys invited me on. No, that's fine. Be aggressive. <laughs> Just but, kidding. But uh, maybe I'll it should be more aggressive. Oh shit. Um, um, is it that that bottom thing? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, be aggressive, please. Um, if I had a magical wand, what would I do to change Austin comedy? Um, is it maybe it's the wand thing? Yeah, I, because I think it's like, do you mean like if she had magic power, or do you mean like a practical thing? Yeah, you think, yeah. Or is it more like advice that you would what give? Do I, what do I feel like this scene needs? That'd be yeah. a great. There you go. That'd be yeah, yeah, yeah. a way better. <laughs> well, here's, here's what I'm surprised I didn't me, come to you let me, earlier. Let me, let me redefine it. The reason, Other comics have reframed reason, it that way the reason, too. But the reason I say it the way I do is because half the time when I ask like that people overly practicalize it I'm like mm. well I would do this but you can't do that because I you see. can't make this happen or I would do that but then it would keep the blah 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 out and you know what I mean okay, okay. I'm gonna give so. you an answer that you probably don't want and don't, that is I like I don't one I don't want <laughs> <laughs> I, I I if I had a magical wand if I thought that the scene needed any change I have no I have no criticism because it is what it is it's gonna be what it is like if without if if what what is my thought am i gonna if i say 
there needs to be like um and, and not that i think this but an example if i think this the scene needs to be like more supportive or make more shows the difference is am i just saying that or am i doing it and so if i'm not if i'm gonna sit here and criticize what i or not criticize but you know give some like constructive criticism then uh which is criticized and uh, (laughs) (laughs) i i think it just is it's silly it's a vast amount it's like a massive it's so it's a big giant community yeah and uh use many words to describe describe that and (laughs) i have drank a half bottle of wine i i i think it's um I think this scene is. I think this scene doesn't need anything. If it needs something, it's perfect. It'll no. It's not perfect. <laughs> so and that would be weird. Not perfect. Well, well, <laughs> well. Then why? Why do you want to yeah. fix those? Why do you want oh, to no. know what would I, fix those? So here, I can defend it. So okay, here, defend. Oh, I'm. <laughs> you just wait, girl. Here's the thing. What, I, what <laughs> I'm saying. Yeah. Well, girl. it's gonna get w- lady. Lady. By the way, you said that. I'm an organism. Yeah. Organism. A Being. You just wait, girl. I don't know. You guys Daddy's got a big old asshole. You can oh, that's into. right. I forgot your daddy. Uh, you guys are trying to deflate from this amazing defense. Okay, oh, go come on, on. come defense, on. Defense. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, what I'm saying is that, like, I think that it's just arbitrary inertia that creates what it is. So it, it isn't this way because it needs to be this way. The scene, right? Mm-hmm. It's not this way because it it, it everything good happens for no. a reason. So I don't think that. Ju- I think what happens, and as a matter of fact, I think about, about stand up generally is that uh, all of our traditions and stuff like that, we often defend them as if, like, oh, that's the only way stand up mm-hmm. can be. And it's just because we, big, uh, what do you call it, like popular people on the radio yeah. had an idea about it. And it, and I think we're changing it. Yeah. So, no, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that, like, uh, I, I, like how we think stand up I don't think that how we think stand up is or whatever is like how we we need to live this stand up life because this is how it's always been yeah. I don't I don't think that I I think if I was to like tell you what this scene needs, I fr- I would not know. I would not know where to start and how. If I if I thought that it needed it, why am I not doing something about it? Just as like I if think you, you were doing it. No, yeah, You're exactly. Being Christina Parrish. Yeah, I'm. I make. I'm. I think that it's it's great for. But nobody told me that. Hey, Christina, you need to start being more creative and make more weird stuff. I just did it and I think that it's people who are just doing and being themselves over time you just have to believe that that's not that that's gonna that it's gonna flourish in a way that you can't really teach and you can't really like you can't really get and like mold and advice and make the, the 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 little program that you want because that would also be like making this is how stand up is you know yeah, yeah and so I don't know, man. I feel like that was a great answer. Cool. Do a great question. I have. <laughs> I'm gonna a- try to ask Did a slightly I- different question to see if. <laughs> if you had a magic rug, what open mic would you fly into? <laughs> well, then now I want to know that. that free t- yeah. Uh, no, Make it but Mr. Tramp G- is there on Sunday night? <laughs> if you can, he'll be honored <laughs> because I. Jared hosts that mic. I host for that. anyone listening. Um, yeah. Is there any? <laughs> just piece of advice that you would give new comics 
I new comics. No, hold on. If you had a magic wand, <laughs> yeah, you have to have a magic wand. <laughs> which you give the young comics. If I had, oh God, fuck. If I had, I mean, this is so is so silly. If I had any advice, um, I'd say just be okay with your whole life tearing apart not falling apart because that's slick but tearing like in shreds <laughs> mm. apart and still being able if if you still have that dream of doing doing being funny and trying to be funny and then that's really good and and, and try just because me saying be yourself is like so stupid but just 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 man just let it be dude i'm just kidding no. if i i don't know if it's such a strange question because i always feel awful giving advice because i don't fucking take my own advice mm -hmm. but it, or it takes me weeks slash years sure. to take my own advice mm -hmm. um patience is good being humble is good not having an ego for at least like 10 years is good <laughs> Um, or at least not letting that ego shine uh, yeah. is really good. Like, as in a way of like, I deserve to be on these shows. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I would agree. A lot of people think that they deserve things. And anyway, we all can think that we deserve things, but keep a lot of that to yourself. I deserve yeah, of stuff. course we think that See, we deserve yeah. things. That's, right. an, that's very healthy. You that, should, yeah. You should that makes that. us strive to be better, right. to get those things. But announcing that yeah. to people who may have been working way harder and may have just had a shittier day than you have yeah. Yeah. is just so, is so, is so mean, I think. Right. And so, uh, you know, But the thing is, is like I've been that person and listen I've been that person uh and I and I know what it feels like to feel like very egocentric but it's just it sucks it's it's yeah. it's so it's it's not fun for anybody involved but I don't know is that fuck me no I think that's true there's a lot of good, good points but the one thing I especially like was like the first thing you said was be prepared for it this to hurt your life a little bit like emotionally yeah it's gonna be hard time gonna money do emotions well, yeah time yeah and everything it's it's such a it's a very very difficult thing it's like i think that like musicians probably are the only like kind of other and maybe people who paint <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know what their lives are i don't like. know what their lives are like but i my, think my roommate does i can tell you <laughs> <laughs> it, it seems it's hard because you're putting your emotions and yourself on the line and kind of asking, hey, can you pay me because I'm me and I have something interesting to say? And if not, am I going to die thinking that I was special? <laughs> yeah. That is essentially what we're doing. All right. That's very good. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. Does anyone want to pay me to talk to you or else I'm going to die yeah. uh, the, the wondering is, if I was really yes. special? Yeah. For sure they do. Yeah. Well, it's cra it's crazy the amount of people who like have no idea that there's like a comedy scene like here mm -hmm. or like yeah. in LA or like in New York or in Atlanta or like in Chicago. It's like I... I, I those people every time I like bring because I am walk dogs for very rich people when they ask me that I do comedy or and I, they ask oh my god and I'm like yes Austin is a very huge comedy city it's one of the mm -hmm. big ups mm -hmm. I think in uh, 
and they're like oh i didn't even know no, i'm just like immediately like humbled i'm like oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly oh, yeah there are so many people <laughs> maybe it's because it's rich people because everybody i work with never know rich, rich people definitely don't know okay everybody yeah, i work I with is like true half of them are like you know i've been meaning to do that all those people piss me off so much uh, so many of them I don't know what to say like, congratulate well, yeah. I, welcome to come to an open mic and say I would love to come school you yeah, so yeah. I, just, I feel like an active aggression whenever there's a person who doesn't do stand up or doesn't do comedy at all yeah. and says that they want to do stand up I just automatically just want to like beat their head in yeah. just naturally with, with just my own hands which wands. are super weak because <laughs> I crack my knuckles so goddamn much <laughs> and they're just like ache when it rains oh I should stop <laughs> arthritis is in the family maybe um, someone told me that it's a myth have. It's a- <laughs> really it is a I myth. hope it's a myth so popping your knuckles and that it will cause arthritis is a total mess Excellent. and how that relates to comedy is I get nervous and pop my knuckles <laughs> it's funny because it's true yeah. I don't know what I was going to say anyway. alright any more questions from you or shall we move to our final, final question? question let's do the final question alright so the question that we are ending on uh, our final bit we should name it um no. It's, uh, <laughs> Don't name parentheses. No. It's uh, no. I'm just trying to. I'm stall because I'm like, what's our question? No. It's a, what's a what's a question or what's a question? What's a joke that you like uh, of yours that um, that you know you kind of remember how you wrote it? Yeah. What's your favorite joke? And like how you came up with it? Okay. Um, okay. Um, so that's hard because I'm gonna be an asshole and I'm gonna say there's two one that I never do mm-hmm. I never do it because it never goes well excellent that's can so you do exciting. it for us or is it that's yes okay. I, I'll okay. do I'll do it for you um, uh, I used to live in Dallas uh, whenever it would rain I'd say to myself oh that's just JFK crying again <laughs> <laughs> that's a really terrible joke that never goes over well but that is one of the first jokes I did write <laughs> Uh, the second one is the one that I've stopped doing. I've wiped it from my set because I feel like I need to stop relying so much on it. But it's my shocker joke. Uh, Remind me. I'm. I mean. Okay. Yeah. Right for the audience. The audience. Hello. This is Christina Parrish. <laughs> um, what is it? I was. I, I don't know if you saw that child outside. Uh, there's a child outside wearing a giant jacket. Um, he came up to me and was like, do you want any shockers? And I was like, no, sweetie, your fingers are too small, but I'm sure if you do it over and over again, I'm bound to feel something. Yeah. I love it. So, so you remember writing that? Yes. Oh, yeah, I totally remember that. Was there a child under a tree or what? No, I'll tell you something. I'll tell you a little insight. Whenever I write any of the jokes that I do on stage, even if it's just like testing out, I don't know why the fuck this is. Some people have these like weird tics that happen to them when they write where they're just feeling... I feel always inspired to write when I'm driving, which is like the mm-hmm. worst time to yeah. write, but I do it anyway. You can't physically write or something like that? Well, no, because I have to like focus on the road and then also yeah. on my notepad, my phone. Oh. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. But I came up with that, that weird shocker joke like whenever I like it was like one of the first jokes I wrote also and I was just driving back home from 
an improv class maybe or something like that i know i was driving home out but where i lived with my dad and my stepmom when i was like 18 so i've had i've had that joke for a while now do you remember did that come to you just uh whole like that kind of in order or did you change it over time i was thinking i was while i was driving because i know it was like near the wells branch area i always remember because that's also where i came up with this weird mattress that weird mattress giant thing i used to do hello fans um (laughs) that have been following me for four years no um i uh what was the question uh, do you remember, like, did it come to you, like, all of those lines? No, no. I, I was driving, and I was thinking about candy, and I was thinking about... Then I came to... I was passing brands of candy in my head, because I'm totally normal, and <laughs> I thought of shockers, and I immediately... I was... For some weird reason, I just, like, wrote the first part of that joke, which is, like, having a child come up to me and ask, do I want any shockers? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, and then I just, and I, I honestly don't know how, I don't know, it's, I think it's such a fun, cool, fun joke, and yeah. so gross, yeah. um, that I tell it, I, I liked, I used to like to tell it, like, as my opening bit to get people used to the yes. kind of humor yeah, they're about I to think experience. It, it's so perfect, because the first part is just, like, a standard twist, where you're like, okay, there's two meanings, and so we're gonna, whatever, but then, like, the next, what, I don't remember, there are like three lines that that go on that take it to like a, a stranger, grosser, better place. I mean, to the point where like when you land on, I feel something. There's layers there. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, that establishes your voice completely. And it's like, uh, that's the kind of thing where I'm like, so did that, co- like once you just got home and you went or the, when you looked at that note, are you just thinking like, you know what I mean? Honestly, I wish that because i actually i must have actually i must have written that when i was 17 because i moved to new orleans when i was 17 i i i wish that i could write a joke that was as good as i think that joke is but i have not been able to conquer because it is it's so it's it's like so layered it's so dark and it's so gross i love that it's a child molesting Molestation joke in reverse. Yeah, like, yeah, like, because you make the kid proposition kind of, you. Yeah, and you're and kind you of being no. sweet about it, it yeah. at the same time. We're like, oh honey, like kind of letting the kid down gently. <laughs> Your fingers are too small, but if they were larger, you know. No, it's like I, I, I don't know. It's such a dumb. I don't know. I really don't know. But it kind of just how. came to you in a way, right? Yeah, yeah it just kind of like happens. Things, that's that's how they all joke, come. Every good joke I've ever written, not every bit, but every. Just mysteriously the universe the universe wanted you to tell that joke yeah it just happened thanks universe i'm almost convinced that the universe is always trying to let you know that there is something funny and there is something funny there if if when when you're like doing a comedy kind of thing um we just are not are too lazy to write it down yeah well sometimes don't you ever get that feeling like if you ever get high or something and you start and you're writing all these things all this stuff aren't you ever feel like God, I would like to just relax sometime. I'm just, well, I'm like working constantly. Yeah, we should probably wrap this up. But but then, I mean, if it ever stopped, it would be awful and I would kill myself. So. Yeah, so I join, join the Dead Moms Club. That's a terrible ending. Not a mom yet. So. <laughs> no, I, I like it. Well, thank you, Christine. Yeah, of course. Thank you guys so, for having me. This is great. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. I would never get to talk about this kind of stuff, so this is really cool. Hell yeah. Love yeah. It. You're welcome, everybody. Okay. Yay. Bye. Bye. Why do girls always do that? Uh, Bye. Oh, I was always thing. So, so weird. Wow, how fun. 
Thanks for sticking with us. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you want more from Christina Parrish, you can follow her on Twitter at IBSuper. Uh, also, you should just subscribe to her on YouTube. That's uh, where you can get the most content from her. And she does fun, weird stuff all the time. Um, and uh, there's uh, that's that's the best way to keep up with her. So just search Christina Parrish on YouTube and, and subscribe. Um, I'm not really going to plug anything for myself. Uh, I am getting married in two days, if you're listening to this, on May 11th. Um, so I'm not doing any shows in Austin this weekend. But I will say everyone should come to the finals of uh, the Funniest Person in Austin contest this Monday. Um, I mean, why wouldn't you come to the finals of the Funniest Person in Austin contest? I don't care who you are. I don't care who's on it this year. Well, I do care who's on it, but I don't know who's on it this year but whoever you are come to the finals um if you're an aspiring comic in austin and you're not trying to come to as much of fpia as possible then you are foolish um so come join us everyone's going to be there and it's going to be a great time and uh you join us next week for leading the blind International.